0: Internet, uh, welcome to episode 56 of Penny Red, my name is Daniel Hodges, today with me I've got again Epidio Ravishol and a special guest Strash Archimovich, who is uh, going to sit in with us for a little bit here until we get into something that uh, dropped out of the ether and into, uh, into Epi's brain. Um, <laughs> on the weekend would it have been Epi?
1: Well, actually, it was Monday. Well, Mondays are kind of my weekends. My my day job Monday is the slow day, so um, I woke up. Well, I, I mean, I can go into the story if you'd like. Uh, I think if everybody would rather... be
0: interested in that. No, go ahead. All right. All
1: right, well, um, so Pax East is just around the corner. It's uh in a week now. No, no, two weeks now. Right, two weeks I think. And um, <clears throat> I. I have had this reoccurring problem at conventions where people would ask me for my business card and I wouldn't have one for them right so uh, I went uh, online I was like well I'm gonna I'm gonna be a grown-up I'm gonna be an adult I'll have business cards I'll make myself some business cards so uh, I checked out the different formats that uh, uh, that were available or whatever and there's a company there that does this sort of folding business card. And uh, I looked at that and I saw what they had people doing with it. They had like the menus in it or, you know, like if it's a um, hair salon, it would have uh, the day of the week so you could check off what day your, your appointment was, that sort of thing. Uh, and I thought, well, what would I need a folding business card for? And then I thought chucklingly to myself, oh, I could just put a game in there. And then I was trying to think of other things to do with it, and I just—it was almost like automatic writing. Like mm. as I'm trying to figure out other things to do, I'm like, well, I'll just—I'll just put ideas for a game in here now, just to see what it looks like. And then by the end of the day, this—this this is a prototype here. I don't know. We—I don't know if we'll have the visuals up or not, but that's. Hey, yeah. uh,
0: yeah, sure. Anybody who wants to tune into the uh, episode? If you go to uh, to YouTube, I'll make a link there, and uh, you should be able to see the show. Um, if you're just listening to it, then you'll have to have some described video um, going <laughs> on. The Epidio just held up a tiny little uh, thing. It's actually if you imagine um, a business card. Um, and you imagine that it's a business card that uh, is actually like a folded piece of paper. There's a delightful drawing of some kind of nebula or something on the cover, and inside there's uh, some little pictures of uh, some more sort of atmospheric type stuff and some words, which Effie is now going to tell us about.
1: So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. luckily NASA uh, images are public domain, which, right. uh, which uh, made them the, my best artists to date. Uh, mm. I shouldn't say that. I've had some good artists. I should. well I'm going to get myself in trouble there. You can't,
0: you can't edit that either now. You're, no, you're, no, like, all of his <laughs> artists are terrible, and he's going to go with NASA from here on. And
1: I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, there's pictures of the cosmos. You're fastest artists so far. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, so uh, the game is. Uh, uh, I think like 145. It's actually a little less than 145 words long um, okay. because I had to edit some things just at last minute. I don't mm-hmm. know what the the current count is. Uh, and it's about uh, sort of the, I don't know if you recall Blake 7? If, yes. if Either of you, or, or uh, Farscape, mm-hmm. as the kids call it these days. Sure. <laughs> Which also is old now because yes. we're all Really?
0: Yeah, the, as mean, the young adults call it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It would, it would. Uh, I don't even know how old it is, but it's, it's over, at least over a decade, decade mm. and a half old, maybe sure. even. But um, Strush uh, is th- doing
0: some research right now. I can tell.
2: Actually, <laughs> am because I wanted to know. I'm a big, I'm a big and, Farscape fan. I'm a skater. It uh, oh, came out in '99, March nineteenth, '99, and wow. it ran in two thousand and three. There you go. So yeah. Oh, yeah, about a decade exactly.
1: <laughs> that's that's crazy. Um, so yeah, you play prisoners um, on a spacecraft uh, that somehow escape, and uh, how you deal with the the fact that you're free in a universe that wants to kill you,
0: <laughs>
1: mm. or or capture you, or or has some other
0: uh... Lights, babies inside your stomach.
1: Yeah yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. So uh, we could play that. We could do that now or a little later if we have things to chat about.
0: No, let's uh, let's crack on with that, Epi. I'm not sure how long sure. it uh, goes for, so let's uh, let's kick it off.
1: Excellent. So I'm uh, I'm going to. I guess I can just read straight from my text here. Hold on, yes. I got to.
0: No, I, be... I I demand that you abridge your 150 words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs> so uh, we're going to make crew members. Uh, sure. And the process of making crew members is uh, everyone plays a prisoner turned crew member. Uh, take turns asking each other questions about your crew members until each player has answered uh, five questions. Uh, of those five, one must be from this list. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up the little chat window for us here. Sure. And I will type in the list of three questions we have to worry about.
0: Audiodes, and I will say them for the audience because I don't think that this will—I s- don't think it'll uh, show up on the, uh, um, on the on the thing. But what you can do, Epi, is you can put that in your little lower third thing. You can make your name a question if it's not
1: too long. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, there's three of them here, so. Uh, oh. Yeah,
0: okay, well, this is our first time uh, having a go at doing a. Uh, I suppose the word would be simulcast. Um, not only is it going to be a, uh, a a webcast, I guess, in terms of it being a television show, but uh, for the internet, I like to call it a television show to make me feel special. I always knew I'd be on television, and I suspect I'm going to have more Oops. than 15 minutes of fame here as well by the time we're done, but... Um, but yeah, and it's also going to be available if you're listening on your uh, on your po- uh, iPod um, as a podcast. What will happen ultimately? Um, I'm not sure, but I just thought we'd try something a little different today and take a run at uh, Epi's super fast game, and then we'll chat about another couple of things there <laughs> before we uh, sign off. So,
1: so uh, yeah, so uh, imagine yourself being a. Uh, I have a little bit of flavor text here that says uh, "escaped from a mercy class stellar prison." Uh, V917X aboard a craft of unknown origin fleeing from world to world seeking a place to hide a place for peace a place to call home right. uh, so imagine that that was what happened and we're going to make some characters And uh, in the uh, chat here I put um, the three questions so these three questions we don't have to ask everyone all three questions we just have to ask each person at least one of those questions and I messed up with one of them, so uh, ignore the second to last question there. Sure. Um, uh, what are you willing to do to be captain? Is one question. How would you be better off? How would we be better off if you led? And what do we lose by not listening to you? All right. So sure. uh, uh, I will. I guess I could start by asking a question um, with Strash. Uh, since you're you're an escaper. Uh, What were you in for?
2: My prison plate said murder, um, but I used to be a doctor, and uh, my race is immortal, and I helped some that had lived too long and did not want to live anymore die.
1: Ah, I like it. I like it. All right. And we take turns, so if you want to, you can ask a question of either one of us.
2: Um, Let me think here... Uh, Daniel, yes. uh, what did you do to help us escape?
0: Uh, well, um, anybody that's role played with me, um, will know that I generally, um, I, I tend to, I wouldn't say slippery customers is quite the right word, but I tend to take a backseat to people that like to, uh, hit things. So what I did to help us escape was absolutely nothing. I, uh... I hid quietly until it was safe to come out, to do, so that I wouldn't get uh, caught up in the riots and have my frail body smashed by uh, by some large hulking individual. Um, and then, at the last minute, ran on the ship and uh, and hid. Sorry, excellent. I just self preservation. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a con the vigil artist. of the group. <laughs> That's right. I'm I'm the con artist. So excellent. Of course, what I told you I did was I dealt with uh, several armed guards. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I managed to dispose of their bodies uh, so that we wouldn't attract any further attention to us as we made our escape. I was I... very heroic. Of course.
1: <laughs> and we completely believe you.
0: Of, of course, I'm a con artist after
1: You're all. A con
0: artist. <laughs> um, uh, so Epi, uh, tell yeah. me, uh, uh, who did you uh, who did you leave behind? And, oh. why you, and why did you leave them behind?
1: Right. Um...
0: Cause you could have saved them, but you didn't.
1: Yeah. So I've been, I've been, uh, I think, I, I think I've been in this on this uh, mercy class stellar prison for a while, right. uh, and and I was in for uh, a crime that I didn't commit. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, but people, people don't don't. Um, don't don't take well to those sorts of people on, on a on a prison on a stellar prison. You, mm. you you look you look more like a victim if you haven't committed a crime. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually left behind the only person who knows I didn't commit the crime. Uh, who I guess I would say then is the person that committed the crime,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and has been trying to hold hold that over my head and making me do things. So, oh. I, I think I think I've been a little bit of a big big shot on the the stellar prison, um, because of this reputation right. of I don't even know what the, the crime would be, something horrible, some something absolutely <laughs> horrible. Right. Uh, and and uh, I've been doing things for this other person who knows that I'm innocent because. Um, so I, I made sure that he couldn't get on the ship. I think the ship was his plan. This. Right. Ship of Unknown Origin that we got. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I got a question here. Let me think. I'm going to go with one of the standard ones here. Uh, and I am going to go, I'm going to reverse the order because it doesn't matter what order we do it in. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to ask Daniel, um, what are you willing to do to be captain?
0: Lie and cheat uh, steal. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve, A, getting my hands dirty, or B, anything, uh, anything physical, I'll do it. So I'm very prepared to uh, turn people uh, against each other um, so that uh, I seem like the obvious uh, obvious choice because I'm not sticking my head above the parapet, so to speak. So basically yes. I'm going to make you guys uh, sort of fight about it. So neither one of you want to choose each other, and then it's ultimately it's going to be me who I'll reluctantly, <laughs> reluctantly take on the mantle of ship's captain.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: Uh, My question is for you, Strosh. And tell me what's on the ship that we don't know about?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, uh, it's a pet. Uh, it's something that I brought from the prison. Uh, the prison is actually kind of like a hollowed out planet in its own right. It's just <laughs> more lethal, uh, but if you're there and you're alone and you've got nobody to interact with, you make a friend with whatever you can. So, uh, it's a, it's, um, I wander around in like a big suit and I manage to sneak something inside the suit in, uh, even though bringing it in is, uh, well, potentially extremely harmful. Maybe, uh, it enjoys eating whatever the ship is made out of.
0: <laughs> Excellent. A spice uh, rust monster.
2: Yes. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh Epi. Uh, yes. I wanted to know what uh, uh what what sort of your deal in getting out was. Because uh, we know that you didn't commit the crime and uh, right. we know that you are you kinda led the escape attempt by uh, essentially subverting a plot. But I, I really <laughs> want to know what is it that you actually do? Like what's your skill set that we you know we trust in?
1: Oh, oh that's good. Um I think I think I've become an excellent fixer right like uh, my my years in the prison I've seen people come and go uh, and I've done favors and earned favors and and uh, so this was like um, you know I made sure some guards were looking the other way maybe for their own protection <laughs> you know or, or uh, and I um, and then I think like particularly how it's useful on the outside is that I probably know people that can get us jobs, right? Like, uh, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm well, very well connected, I think, is what the situation is there. All right, reversing it again. Uh, wait, now I need a good question. <laughs> <coughs> um.
0: Uh- I've got a good question, if, you, if you'd if you like another oh, one. Oh,
1: yeah, go, go for it. Why don't you go um, ahead and ask it?
0: Uh, so tell me, Epi, what was it that ate, dr- ate Strosh's pet? Oh. Or tried to eat it. Or perhaps, what is it that's like, taken over Strosh's pet's body?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, even better. I <laughs> <laughs> love um, it. Yeah. Uh,
1: another. Okay, so there are several other prisoners that escaped with us. Okay. Sure. I mean, we're going to need some warm bodies to throw out into the void, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think one of them is in prison for uh, for for mind control, and right. uh, their method of escape was an attempt to just project their mind into one of ours because uh, right. they heard about our escape, and we were like, we don't want that on our ship. That's Mm, mm. my controls be creepy. Even yeah, for... dirty psionics. I hate those yeah. guys. <laughs> um so, so
2: we never like them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, this person attempted to project themselves into to one of you know, just take one of us over uh, and reached out, found um, Strash's pet, and then like, uh, the mind was too alien for it, so there, at times the pet is the pet, and at times the pet is this this guy who has a uh, a, a vendetta against us, hmm. right? So then we don't know.
0: Hmm. Probably We're, against you more than me, but sure.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you probably, yeah, maybe, maybe I've used him a lot in the past, and and uh, sure, yeah. All right, um, I'm gonna go with Strash then, and I'm gonna say, um, you know, you have this pet, but you also have uh, some significant advantage why we chose you specifically to come on this mission in addition to you being a doctor, because it's always good to have a doctor aboard a ship.
2: <laughs> so, um...
1: Of all, right. all the doctors uh, available.
2: Well, uh, actually, it's my race. Uh, they're very, rare yeah. now. Uh, they didn't grow up on a planet. They grew up on an asteroid belt that's essentially in the temperate region around a star. And so, um... We had a lot of resources, and we're one of the few races that actually understands um, the, the sequences required for FTL jumps. So there are plenty of ships around our person planet, but most people don't know how to manipulate the engines in such a fashion to open like, you know, the actual gates that we need to the jump nice. from system to system.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, um, essentially, I am one of that race and I've been around long enough, and I, I know how to do that. So that, that was an important component for having me there. Excellent. Uh, so Effie uh, I totally want to know what are you willing to do to be a captain <laughs>
1: um, oh oh no i'm I'm very cold blooded right uh I used to be an a okay guy I, I didn't commit any of the crimes that I've been accused of um but clearly uh I am terrified of being found out to be a fraud so and I'm willing to abandon people and uh I don't think I'm willing to out and out kill someone without any plausible deniability. Like, like I can abandon them uh, in a spacesuit in space and I'll be like, oh, somebody will pick them up. That I can, anything I can write off in my own head is, I'm not evil. <laughs> uh, so I'll go right up to that point of actually stabbing somebody in the back. I will. I will put a knife on a table behind them and, and 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 trip them, uh, or 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 you know get some turbulence going, so hmm. that it's not exactly my fault. It's fate that determines it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, I think I'm I'm eager to be captain, and angered at our real captain. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think that's uh, four questions for me now. I think. Yep. Yep. And. Uh, let, I'm going to go ahead and ask Daniel uh, oh no no, we didn't ask we'll ask Trash. Um what do we lose by not listening to you?
2: So the doc is probably the most reasonable of the people on the ship um, <laughs> he agreed to uh, like he doesn't feel that what he did was wrong or that he should be on the prison and I, I assume that uh, V917X is a terrible <laughs> place uh, so, so you know, nobody's having a party there, uh, so he doesn't, doesn't feel that he's doing penance and he's happy to jump at a chance mm-hmm. to, to help some people uh, get off. But um, what he really brings to the table is really kind of al- almost uh, cold reason. Like, he, he's not the sort of person that's going to do crimes of passion or, or sort of, like, anger. So um, his, uh, uh, if, if, uh, if you do not listen to him, you're going to lose a lot of that um, logical thinking uh, nice. and a lot of that um, sort of like calculating um, everything's an equation kind of method of approach. So.
0: so you're not a doctor of medicine, then? You're like a, like a PhD doctor?
2: Uh, no, actually, he is a doctor of medicine, but um, kind of like, I guess I mentioned that that my race is really long-lived. This might just be the latest of his uh, escapades. Like, he comes uh, from a, 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 a race that like grew up in a very metal element rich environment so uh, he, he's um, you know many lifetimes so yeah he, he knows some PhDs um, but he was, he was a doctor. <laughs> Maybe his people are even partially robotic so a little bit I of don't. both. <laughs> Alright um, right, so uh, I'm gonna let me see here. Daniel, I guess I will turn around the same question to you. What do we lose by not listening to you?
0: Uh, everything Um, (laughs) there's there's literally nothing I'm not prepared to encourage somebody else to do
2: (laughs) (sighs) awesome so you're really good at delegation (laughs) Uh,
0: well I don't like to think that people think that I'm giving the orders but I'll certainly be trying to work behind the scenes to get people to to do my bidding but um, yeah in reality uh, you'd be better off without me um, but I'll do everything I can to try to make it seem like uh, I'm essential uh so how we offer questions there, Does Strosh have one more and you've got one more?
1: Uh I think so. Do you have five, Daniel? Or
0: I think I'm, i think I might have four as four as well.
1: Um Okay. So we all need one, I think is
0: Yep, sure. Okay. Uh Strosh, uh where do you want us to go and why?
1: Oh.
2: Oh. Uh mm, good question. Um I think that the good doctor um, is cold and logical and pretends not to have emotion. But (laughs) he really wants to jump back home because whoever it is that turned him in, he kind of has a grudge against one person. (laughs) I think I'll go with that. And uh, I'm going to say, so Daniel, back at you, because I think this is really important. Uh, What is the one thing that will cause you to actually step up and take action?
0: Uh... I think um, it's a good question. Um, I'm just trying to get anything to jive with with him. Um, I think uh, I'm going to say threats to somebody actually weaker than me. Actu- act- oh. Actually actually weaker than me. Not uh, not somebody who I've painted to be weaker than me, but somebody who is actually weaker than me. Interesting. I've, I've spent a lifetime uh, trying to use bluff and bravado to, uh, to get what I want, and my machinations are almost exclusively directed at people that have power rather than people that don't have power. So I'm like the Robin Hood of con men, if you like.
1: <laughs> I like it. Okay, so there's a and
0: that- a last one for... Yeah. A- that's copper. Mm, <laughs> 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 um, I think, <laughs> uh, and I think uh, for um, Epi, I'm going to give you the same question I gave Strosh, which is, oh, where are we going um, and why?
1: I oh, I think uh, I want to go. All right. So tied in with the fact that I have all these contacts, it also means I have a lot of enemies. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a it's a two way sure. street, uh, and I would like to get to a side of the galaxy that I've not had my uh, name heard in. Right, like I want to go as as tangled up as everyone else is in, you know, old grudges and things like that. Because I assume we also have other crew members. Um, my goal is to get us to where we've never been, uh, right. which I think is a very unpopular goal.
0: Mm. Now, out of uh, out of game here, Epi. Uh, and, In your vision of the the game, um, is the size of the spacecraft something that we decide and perhaps we are the only three crew or is it that it's always going to be larger than there are going to be other crew members?
1: Well, it's good that you ask that because the very next thing we do is we design our spacecraft. And and then we do that by answering the following three questions collectively. Sure. And and they are, how is our ship unique? Right. Uh, And... uh, How is it quirky or temperamental? Right. Then uh, what does it lack that we need? Right. And then then individually we will answer the questions, how is the vessel home and where do we find sanctuary in it? Right. So, uh, but let's focus on the the collective ones here. So the idea is that it's a vessel of, it's a craft of unknown origin. So we don't... um, uh, this follows more along the Blake Seven line, where we, we don't know where it came from. Uh, it could be that it's just some strange, completely alien craft, or it could be just because this guy, who really set it up, uh, I I paid no attention to what he was saying about the the spacecraft itself. I was starry eyed about just getting out. Right. So, sure. Uh, how is our How is our ship unique?
2: what if uh so the prison planet is supposed to be dead it's essentially a rock in space probably with some sort of useful mineral that they use the prisoners to mine or whatever um and what if we dug deep enough and we actually found a ship we're like whoa (laughs)
1: oh yes
2: (laughs) who left that there
1: i like that actually um Ooh, I, I, uh, that makes me think of it as uh, a little bit like um, Superman's Fortress of Solitude. Like, it's all crystal and, and uh, um, yeah, like, humming at different frequencies. Does that work for you guys? Sure. It could be the Heart of Glass. Like, oh, <laughs> I like it. Nice. Like it.
0: And, and you can play the blondie uh, in the background there.
1: <laughs> and, 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 uh, um,. So, how is it quirky or temperamental?
0: Well, it's it's glass,
1: yeah. um,
0: so I guess uh, it's it's pretty fra- fragile, perhaps, or um, oh. perhaps, or perhaps perhaps it reacts to its environment, like uh, perhaps it's a well, maybe it's a living crystal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Maybe it, maybe it gestates uh, under the ground, and then uh, as the crystals form and and uh, produce some sort of a oh, it's gaining sentience. It's a, ship, <laughs> it's a ship that's gaining sentience. It doesn't have sentience. It's not like Hal. It's not like Hal or um, or what's the name of uh, a Quig Five Thousand on on Red Dwarf. But but it's the slowly gaining uh, slowly gaining sentience, and uh, the nature of its personality is actually um, the nature of its personality is actually a, an aggregation of uh, whoever it is that's the captain. So oh, the, ship, okay. the ship starts to behave like, like the captain uh, is. And in actual fact, perhaps the guy that you uh, killed before we left the uh, the prison planet, um, it actually called to him. Like once it's f- uh, formed sufficiently, it actually uh, begins to uh, call to any, any any life forces that, that uh, oh, okay. around the place. And so it was supposed to draw him, but it's drawn you. It... it, it, it he formulated the plan, but he's not the one that got on board. You're the one that got on board, so right. um, it's starting to it's starting to absorb our our um our personality. So and, and start to it starts together.
1: off a a little hostile to us, right? Like not, not sure. like oh yeah.
0: yeah
1: like the kind of thing where we hit our shins every so often because mm. you know it's uh, shifting around. I like that. I like that. All right. Um. The next question is, uh, what does it lack that we need? Uh food? <laughs> Food's a good answer. Uh does that work for you, Strash? Yeah. No,
2: uh, I'm 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 digging in. Um yep. is, is this the ship specifically or just like us on the ship?
1: Um it could be both. I mean like we could think of it as a like ships normally have a way of producing food, or we could say that uh maybe that there's like um maybe something about the ship is hostile to food? Like, like maybe it absorbs it whenever we get it. So we have to. So it's it's hard to store it on the ship or something like that. Or
0: I was thinking uh, we'd be forced along the lines of cannibalism. It's a large ship, but we'd actually be. Uh, we'd actually. Uh, the ship would provide for us slowly but surely. There'd only be three of us left, but the ship would actually <laughs> kill. Would actually kill people, and uh, and then well, we you know, them like why, crystals. Yeah. yeah well, oh. no, no, because we want we want to be able to eat them, right? so the, ship, <laughs> the ship, the ship, the ship providing for us. Um, and so every once in a while, somebody will just show up dead um, when the oh hunger gets too severe, and then, uh, and then we, we eat them.
1: That's okay. That's a, a I like that. Uh, that's horrible. That's horrifying and wonderful. That's great. So then that comes to this, the, the next two questions, which we individually figure out, uh, which are, how is this horrifying vessel home, <laughs> <laughs> and where do we find sanctuary in this terrifying thing? Mm. Uh, uh, the so, ship talks to me. Uh, oh, okay, good. In fact, so so, it's so you're like the first that's starting to.
0: No, no, no. Perhaps it whispers to all of us, and then uh, oh. whichever one of us, whichever one of us. I mean, it's whispering to other crew members as well. But uh, ultimately, right. it wants to have a. Uh, it wants to have a way to escape the planet because it wants to ultimately perhaps be able to inhabit one of us. Okay. Yeah. And so yeah so it, it whispers to it whispers to us and so um, I I, um, I share my secrets with it with with the ship right because it seems to be a because it, it puts you puts you at ease but then of course it's whispering to everybody else as well but nobody tells anybody <laughs> that's doing that and then and that so it shares right. the ship around so that we can more easily stab each other in the back till there's only one left <laughs> and then it can take over that person
1: excellent yeah um, Good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of how it would make my character.
2: Oh, um, oh. Uh, I'll, I'll go next. Um, go for the reason the reason it uh, the reason it feels like home is because um, the asteroids where I grew up we had a lot of crystalline structures. Uh, maybe oh. not exactly like this, but similar enough that it reminds me of home. Um, and I think that it, um, like. Uh, Uh, Daniel will hear, we should come up with names, but Daniel will hear whispers, um, and, uh, but I hear songs. It sings to me.
1: Oh! Um, So, uh,
2: um, like, I, like, I I realize that it's supposed to be this, like, horrifying predator, uh, but I am hoping that, uh, like, I don't know, I kind of see it as sort of like Stormbringer, where, like, it's supposed to, like, eat its opponents and take their power and feed its crew, (laughs) um, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to temper it over time. It's, like, a mission. It's a thing.
1: Excellent, All right. excellent. All right, so I'm going to go along the same lines, uh, and I think instead of uh, whispering to me or singing to me, I think, uh, and this will answer the other question for me also, the the uh, where do I find sanctuary in it, I think it's create um, started creating rooms for us that are specifically for us, and mm. uh, there's a room in particular that, uh, something about it makes me feel, uh, I, I kind of feel, this is weird. I'm not actually acting out any kind of, uh, uh, therapy here, but I'm sure. thinking that it's a therapy room. I think it's like, <laughs> like it's a place where, uh, all of the stress leaves and, and you just kind of feel confident. Mm. Right? Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think along the same lines as Stormbringer, that has that actually kind of become an, an addiction for my character. Right. Right, getting him out of that room. Uh, you know, you, you, you walk out of the room and suddenly you're hit with, with all the stress of the world and and the fact that you could fail at something. Right. And uh, um, it's like, oh, so, I'm going to go back.
0: So you're beginning to trust that uh, trust that, like, you only feel safe in that room? Is it kind of like a psychological dependency? And uh, yeah. perhaps the ship will start whispering to you, like, you know, you could go out or you could do this or <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't do what it asks you to do, it, it takes that away from you so that you start to not feel, you know, like it's a, like a, an abusive lover type situation? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, actually, maybe, maybe that's, I also have like a, a little crystal that I keep in my pocket that's from the room. Right, like that. So it's a little connection to it, or something. And I don't think I'm so far gone yet. I think I'm on my way to being uh, really addicted to it. But at the at the moment, it's it's a it's an aid, not a crutch. Right. Uh, how do you guys uh, do? You guys have a particular sanctuary on the ship?
2: Uh, I go to the room where all of the the sort of like the heart crystals are. Where I feel that the song is the the, the strongest. Uh, it also happens to be kind of like our. Effective uh, version of the engineering bay, so nobody asks too many questions about that. I guess.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: Um, and I think uh, I think probably on the top side of the ship, just so that I can sort of stare at the vastness of uh, vastness of space. I don't think anywhere in particular appeals to my my guy. I think he hears the voices all the time. Wherever he is just that's
2: good that my little pet is a rock spider. It eats crystal. Oh, nice. <laughs> As you recall, it's the thing that that is dangerous for us. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. That is great. All right, so... Um, <clears throat> I will now quickly go over how the game works, because that's all we have left. Sure. Um, and I apologize, because this may take all of two minutes. Um, <laughs> so... Um, let me start with I have a I have a subsystem for creating alien species, cultures, and uh, environments, right? right? So whenever we encounter an alien species, culture, or environment, we're going to step out and we're going to use this subsystem. True. And um, I'll go more into how that works later. I just want to let us know that that it's there for us to do. Um, and uh, so basically what we'll do is we'll take turns... Uh, each player sets up a scene. You describe the location, say who's there, and explain what's happening. Um, this is pretty basic stuff. Uh, when you set up a scene, pick one or two crew members to be the focus of the scene. Uh, the, those players, uh, those playing the foci, can only play their crew members. Everyone else can play their crew members and or other characters in the scene. Right. Uh, since we only have three players, I keep doing these hand gestures that, that are beneath the camera there. So, <laughs> since, since we... Uh, only Imagine have
0: three, if I put his hand up and there yeah. were uh,
1: three things. <laughs> Boy Scouts on <honor. laughs> um, her. Uh, uh, so, when we do a scene, as we're, as we're going through it and we're telling us, each other what our crew members are doing, if you hear someone say that their crew member is doing something dangerous or difficult or both, we call them out. And say, yeah, that's dangerous, or oh, that's difficult, or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If they are not the focus member, if they're not the focus crew member, then, uh, so let's say, uh, oh, let's get some names here, too. Do we have names? Do, do we know what we want to call our characters here? Uh, yeah, my name's Toby. All right, Toby. I'm going to just type it in the chat here so I can remember. Um, oh, I'm going to have to grab a book, I think. What can I do here? Oh, Lester. It's not a very spacey <laughs> name, but I think it fills my character.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, now I feel the pressure to be Bizarro and spacey. Hang on. No,
1: go for it. You know what? Here, let me help. Um, there we go. It's Lester with a Uh-oh! with, with a an bang. apostrophe.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um...
1: Oh, but that's too close to Lister. <laughs> uh-huh. That's
2: right. Dr. Yes, there
1: we go. Oh, Doctor Rathak, good, good. <laughs>
2: obviously. All right. Not so, uh, at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if if uh, Doctor Rathak is the focus character, and Toby is doing something uh, dangerous, like on the outside of the ship, um, trying to repair something, hmm. and I say that's dangerous, then uh since I'm calling Daniel's character out, saying he's dangerous, we need a third player, which in this case would be Strash, uh, to tell us, um, in the case of dangerous, you tell us uh, how they're hurt or endangered by doing it, right? And since he's a non-focused character, that just automatically happens. Right. So you, you'd be like, oh, he gets a tear in his spacesuit, uh, and uh, now he's losing air really fast or, you know, whatever. If you're a focus character and you're doing something that is difficult, dangerous, or both, and one of us calls you out, then we end the scene on a cliffhanger, right? Right. So we're we're like, you're the focus character now, Daniel, and you're outside trying to repair the ship. And I'm like, that's both dangerous and difficult.
0: (laughs) Uh, Ended up character. Why would I be doing such a ridiculous thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's true. Uh, so we end the scene, and then... What I, what
0: I mean by that, Ippy, is um, does it make it automatically dangerous if it's something that your character is not designed to do, or is it just if it's intrinsically dangerous?
1: Um, it's it's up to the other players. The okay. the other players just call you out when, when it sure. happens. So if we think that you can't handle a, a pistol, uh, laser pistol or sonic pistol or whatever we use, um, then... Uh, We might call you out on that. Uh,
0: Right.
1: So um, if you're a focus character, we cut the scene, uh, and then the next scene that has your character in it starts with us resolving that cliffhanger. Sure. And what we do is then the other players will tell you uh, what the um, difficult result would be, what the dangerous result would be, and what the both result would be, and you decide which of those three results you want to go for. Sure. So the advantage of being a focus player is that you can... Uh, cause di- oh, I'm sorry, I should tell you what happens if it's difficult and what's dangerous and when it's both. Uh, when we call something out as difficult, um, we have to tell you what's needed before the task can be done, right? So if I think your there,
0: voice got gobbled you'll say oh, the other side of the game.
1: I'm sorry. Um, if we call you out as difficult, then we have to tell you what is needed before the task can be done. And my phone alarm is going off now.
0: <laughs> Danger, Will Rogers.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's my daily reminder to clean the cat box. That's my... <laughs> um, so uh, so if it's difficult, we say, oh, in order to get that done, you need to be stronger or you need to take more time or you need the proper tools or you need the proper uh, materials or something like that. If we say it's dangerous, then we tell you how you're either hurt or endangered by it. And if we say it's both, then we say, okay, this is how you failed and put us all in danger. Right, sure. So if you're not a focus character, when we do that, that just happens. If you are a focus character, you get to decide between those three results after hearing what they are. So the advantage to being a focus character is that you get to turn something dangerous into merely difficult. Yes, And you could take something that is difficult and get it done in a dangerous way. Sure. Does that make sense?
0: Sure. All
1: right. Um, I can start us off with a scene. Uh, Yeah,
2: sure.
1: And I think... um, I'm I'm thinking that this is fairly recent after we escaped. I think uh, it's been maybe a week. Like, we've spent maybe a little bit longer... um, it's hard to tell. We're in space, right? Hmm. Uh, but uh, we've gotten s- used to the ship somewhat. Uh, but we're being still being pursued by uh, whoever it is that put us in prison. We don't have an, an idea about this empire yet, or sure. federation, or whatever it's going to be called. But um, why don't we go ahead and make? Oh, I'm going to make Strash I'm going to make uh, Doctor Rathic uh the focus character all right and i think what's happened is uh the ship's defenses for the first time have clicked in oh my and uh the ship's de- first defense is to turn all of its crystalline structure clear so wherever we are on the ship suddenly we're inside an invisible ship staring out into empty space
0: oh like wonder woman Nice.
1: yes yeah, <laughs> uh, we may be in compromised situations, I'm sure some crew members are uh how many how many escaped with us and maybe like a half dozen more, and we'll leave it at that and
2: i i I think a, a dozen people on the ship altogether is probably sufficient okay we may, we may have already lost one or two,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. um, mm, and they were delicious. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think actually after a week this is the first time we've actually uh, we're we are well fed for the first time and yes. and probably a little guilty, uh, feeling a little guilty. Hmm. Um, so it's turned invisible uh, and we can see everywhere around us and coming up from below um, at a very fast pace are two uh, pursuit, uh, pursuit craft um, the hangman and the gallows. That's what they're called. All right. uh, and they're, they're, they've come to get us. So we just talk about what's happening. Uh, and the rule is that the only person that has to remain as their crew member is Uh, here, uh Because you are the focus character.
2: Awesome. Uh, so <laughs> I guess uh, the first thing that happens when this opens is the ship goes clear. There's this kind of like look around, um, we see sort of, like, at the bottom of the ship, it, it highlights in red, like, where the hangman and the gallows are coming. Oh, so, you nice. Know, we're like, oh, it's a giant view screen, Of course. Yes. Uh, so, my response is to immediately bolt for the engine room to try and get us to jump, and approximately like, three or four seconds later, I run smack first into an invisible door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good. I was almost going to call you out immediately is that being difficult or dangerous.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, um, I don't, I don't know what everybody else is doing, uh, it's, uh, actually, can, can I just narrate in stuff? Can I say that this is the first time the ship actually speaks to all of us at once? Oh, like, sure, yeah. Like, like, if we're yelling things out, it's actually, like, transmitting communications as opposed to being this, just, crystalline structure that sits there. Right, and- right.
1: The, um, and this may be, I, I just want to bring up a really small rule point here, or maybe the largest rule point there is, um that the rule zero for this game is uh, there are no um, exceptions that prove the rule. Uh, and what I mean by that is if it's not in the rules, we could just do it. It doesn't matter. Like, it, the rules only tell us what happens when those specific instances happen. So, yeah, go, go ahead and narrate that if you want. That's great.
2: Uh, so, essentially, uh, his, his first response is to gasp and then... Uh, say, we need to get out of here, and then he starts <laughs> hearing sort of the the communication from everybody, and then goes, um, focus, we need to do this, and then turns around and is, like, about to attempt to become heroic, and smack, how do we resolve that?
1: Um, well, uh, I think you, you know, if you say you just smack into the door, you can. We can <laughs> talk about, well, yeah, we can talk about other things that are happening. I think the, the hangman and the gallows are uh, trying to are they trying to hail us? No, they're no, they're sending warning shots, um, but they have no idea where our bow is, uh, <laughs> we're um, so they're firing off. Um, I think I think uh, Lester is sick. I think he he just because uh, the ground just disappeared from him. He doesn't know which way's up now. Uh, he's feeling it along the ground, trying to find his way to the bridge, uh, and I think he he ends up. Puking in a corner. <laughs> uh, also, because of of uh, you know the understanding of what we probably consumed recently. <laughs> um, mm.
0: It tastes a little different this time than last time I. Ate yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I'm just. Because it's a uh, it's a terrifying situation that we're sort of like dangling over space, um, and the hangman of the gallows are blasting away from some particular direction. I'm just going to try and line myself up with as many other people as I can see. So that if we is a direct shot at in my direction, it'll we'll hit three or four other people first, um, <laughs> and then and then after that, I'll just uh, I'll probably just stay still. I don't really. I mean, we don't even have any weapons or anything on the ship, so um, sure. But but it just yeah. I mean, I guess I'm a little disconcerted by the fact that the ship appears to be... Because um, uh, you said it said something strash, is that right? Yeah. What did the ship say again?
2: Uh, it's it's communicating, uh, basically previously it would whisper to one of us. And
0: mm-hmm. That's right.
2: To it, but it wouldn't broadcast it. And uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is uh, now all of the panics, you know, things that we're saying are actually starting to leak through and they're, they're talking to everybody. So you're hearing, you know, the guy on the toilet who's like, I don't want to die with my pants down. Yeah. You're hearing the doctor like, you know, swearing and being like, ah, I need to get to the engine room. Our only hope is to jump. So um, anything you want to say, you know, is going to be transmitted or anything you don't want to say but comes out anyway is
1: also going to be so oh, it's, it's like a big battle mind. Like yes. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I think I'm uh, in the background. Uh, you just constantly hear uh, somebody asking, can everyone else hear me? Like, I, I can hear them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Constantly panicking about that. Right. Um,
0: Are we aware of any features of this ship by now? Like, is it, uh, has it formed itself to us in some way so we can make sense of it?
1: I think there's some. I mean, uh we have an understanding where the engineering uh, is and the bridge is, so I would assume we would know some uh instrumentation there or what whatnot. And in fact I think that's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try and make my way to the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh but I'm 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 going on all fours only because I don't know like I, I haven't even figured out that I'm not just floating in space. Hmm. You know. Does
0: this ship appear to be taking action of its own, or does all it's done is make it so that we can see where uh, these uh, attacking craft are coming from? Uh,
1: I don't know. We can
0: answer that. Um... It's finally got clear and it's sentient. So I'm going to guess well, it was gaining sentience. Who's, mm-hmm. in, who's in charge right now? Is Lister in charge or no? Uh...
1: Who's our captain? Yeah, who, who gets to be the captain? Well, um, that's very... Good. All right, who wants to be captain? Not Rathak. Rathak is totally okay.
0: good. Not, just, <laughs> and not me yet. There's no advantage to being, being captain yet. Okay. I um, need to get the lay of the land first.
1: Then, then I will be captain. So, awesome. <laughs> uh, Yes, so um, it may be paying more attention to my mind at this moment. Uh, oh, I, I think it does. I think it... it, it uh, lights my way to the bridge,
2: hmm.
1: right? Like, um, yeah. there's just, like, this brief shimmer along the crystal heading in the direction that I need to go. Right. Uh, and I can hear Strash, uh, uh, Dr. Rathak uh, talking about getting to engineering. Hmm.
0: Uh,
1: so I'm going to make a command to the ship to uh, to, to do the same. Uh, right. Guide, like guide Dr. Rathak way. to engineering. Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: So there's, a, there's a clunk, 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 clunk of my, uh, uh, there's the clunk, clunk, clunk of my suit wandering around. Um, it, uh, essentially, uh, what I'm doing is I'm seeing where some of those bodies that it's absorbed are sort of like inside the crystal structures because those aren't turning clear. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to beeline for them, but I'm trying to beeline for them in three-dimensional space with like, you know... Tunnels right. and pipes and, and <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, uh, essentially, he's like trying to remember. He's like, "Is, is isn't there a tube here?" And then uh, the Shimmer shows up. And he's like, "Oh, thank you, ship." <laughs> and so, uh, um, that that's what I'm doing. I'm making my way to the engineering core, and I'm trying to jump us before those shots actually find our nose or even something more vital. All
1: right, I and I feel that uh, that that attempt to jump us in time is uh, at least difficult. Oh. So. You're the focus character, so we're going to then end on a cliffhanger. Awesome. Uh, so I think you get to it just in time when uh, maybe I I'm I have also found the bridge and I'm uh, yelling out that their weapons are hot again, you know, or something like that. So we're going to cut to the next scene, uh, which can immediately follow if we want to. It's no big deal, but we're gonna we take turns setting up scenes. So who wants to go next? Who wants to set the next scene?
0: Uh, I mean, I'll set up the next scene and I'm going to say I'm gonna I want to try and resolve this uh, situation with strash um, I don't okay. think I don't think we can jump but there's a there's a planet or a small moon dun, 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 in the distance
1: <laughs> okay That's so so, so um, if we set up the scene and uh, dr. Rathak is in it then the what we do at the very beginning of the scene is we'll resolve that but first set up the scene so tell us uh. uh Describe the location. I'm assuming we're still on the ship.
0: Yeah, we're still on the ship. Um, the uh, the heart of glass is being um, is being rocked by fire from the uh, from the hangman mm-hmm. and the gallows. Um, we're just a, we're just a sitting duck at the moment. There doesn't appear to be any. Um, there's not really any particular signs of uh, of. Uh, any danger for us in terms of the ship breaking apart and so forth, but, you know, what do I know? Um, and yep. uh, Dr. Rathok is busy uh, working away in the engine room trying to make sense of uh, what it is that he's uh, doing, uh, but the ship is uh, is talking to him, and it's asking him, um, uh, it's, it's trying to gather um, it's information about what it is that Dr. Rathok actually, uh, actually wants, um, and then it says, I, I don't think we can do that. Uh, I don't know how the heart of glass talks, but it, 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 it sings to you. I don't know how, how crystal ships sing, but uh, the, the essence of the the melody of the of the tune is um, that uh, that's not going to be possible right now, but uh, there's that small planet in the distance. Perhaps that would be...
2: We get enough things into his belly, it can jump us.
1: <laughs> so right. so uh, who do you want to set up as the focus crew member of this scene, too? Uh... And that could be anyone, including your own character. I
0: think I think it's going to be you when we reach okay. the uh, when we reach the planet because you're going to get out of the ship, and then something's going to happen.
1: Right. So this so this is what we're going to do for for Doctor Rithak. Um, uh, we're going to say, <coughs> excuse me. Um, either uh, so we're going to give the difficult, the dangerous, and the both difficult and dangerous results. Okay. And, and then uh, Dr. Rathak gets to choose. So um, either uh, the difficult result will be uh, saying what needs to be done before uh, the, the task can be accomplished. The dangerous is how Dr. Rathak is hurt or endangered by doing it. And the both result is how Dr. Rathak failed and put everyone else in danger. And I think you were already doing the difficult one. Uh,
2: I was thinking about taking the dangerous one. Uh, oh, you uh, got I a dangerous
1: one. Go I, for I it. totally
2: do. Uh, the the cost is as follows. Um, so essentially, the doc is like, "I need you to jump us to safety. So jump us as far as possible outside of their scanners." And the ship is like, "Nope. <laughs> Sorry, no. Can do. Need more juice." There's that planet there. There might be life forms. We can totally, you know, snag some from them. And he's like, "Well, can you jump us to the planet so that they can't see us going there? You know, and follow us the entire way shooting." And the ship is like, mm, need a little more juice. So uh, I'm going to hook myself up to the crystals.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> damn. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think that's dangerous, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that definitely feels dangerous. So
2: that's the um, cost.
1: And, and I guess the, uh, I will say for the failed and put everyone in danger, um, that uh, you don't make the jump and we're actually boarded by one or the other. But I think I know which one you're choosing, it seems. <laughs>
2: Uh, unless uh,
1: no.
2: Unless you don't. I, I actually, yeah. I, uh, no, yeah. Let's get let's go with that one. Uh, I will hook myself up to the batteries, and then we can totally do the scene where we're uh, arriving on the 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 small moon.
0: I was <laughs> yes. gonna. I can add a uh, just in case I can tempt you further. Perhaps uh, if we allow the hangman and the gallows to, or in fact, the ship requires the hangman and the gallows crew boards us, then oh. um, it can use their energy. Oh. To, to
2: uh... Temptation accepted. Uh,
1: oh, excellent!
2: Yeah, so I, I think that's actually I'm going to choose the, the difficult and dangerous, as you put it, which is <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to hook myself up and I'm going to wait until one of the ships is boarding us, and then I'm going to be like, excellent, and then uh, I'm going to jump us. But if we can get those guys plugged in in time, we can jump as far as we want, at least once.
0: Mm. Yeah, and the ships too. Right, we can absorb the energy from their ships, but then, oh, we really? the of, well, the, well, then we run the risk of when then we run the risk of being, being shot. Yeah, we're on the risk of being shot, um, perhaps by them with their with their lasers yeah. and, and so forth.
1: Um, I think, yeah. Okay, so the the the, uh, the gallows gets close enough to to, to board us. Um, oh wait, I'm you know what? I'm the focus player. You guys get to see what's happening. I'm saying what I'm doing. All right. I'm panicking on the bridge. I'm like engineering. Where's <laughs> where's that speed we need? Uh, you know, um, He's about
2: to board us.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, and I use the, the battle mind to call out to everyone uh, and say, I'm sorry, I'm moving my laptop here, get everyone seasick. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we're about to be boarded battle stations or action stations or whatever, <laughs> and we don't have those. <laughs> yeah, there's...
2: Lester, you have to communicate to them. You have to get them not to shoot us before they board us.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Gallows, this is the, uh, the... Heart of Glass. Yeah, the Heart of Glass from the Lefarian Empire. Come in, Gallows.
2: Can we totally pick up NPCs and run with it?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, the only person... Yeah, the only person who, who can't do it is me, because I'm the focus crew uh, member. So you guys can definitely do that.
2: So so there's this kind of, like, ripple where you can actually see the sound waves appearing in the crystal, and you hear, oh, nice. This is Lieutenant Matthews. You will <laughs> heave to and prepare to be boarded. Ha! The Empire. Like we would fall for such a ruse.
1: <laughs> yeah, that didn't work, guys. Um, <laughs> we might be boarded. <laughs> uh, arm yourselves. Um... Yeah, I think we might have some rudimentary weapons that we used in our escape, but I think they're all mining equipment, right? We're, we're we've got like uh, automatic pickaxes and I don't
2: know. Uh, I think laser drills are pretty fierce.
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like laser drills, but like you know, the the range on them is is nothing.
0: Mm. But we want, but we want the ship wants us to be boarded, right?
1: It does.
2: It craves it. It feels oh. delicious food and engine cores nearby. I,
1: and I am terrified of that. And ignoring that. are <laughs> <laughs> hungry. Uh,
2: it is telling you you should be hungry too. Don't those people oh, look delicious.
1: <laughs> God damn, you're a creepy ship. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go grab um a piece of mining equipment. Oh, it's like a, a uh, This is great. This is like a a chainsaw um like a diamond chainsaw, but it's meant to you know. Yeah, obviously cut through rock or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be using it as my chain sword. That I clearly it's too big for me. Like it, it's meant to go on a, a exoskeleton frame, which we don't have anymore. Right. Yeah. It's um, from the mining ship. Uh, and I'm going to run down towards the, the the docking bay where I'm assuming they're going to try and board us. I'm not mm-hmm. entirely That's sure how these two.
2: Dangerous, sir.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, right. So, what at what point do you want to make that dangerous? What's the cliffhanger? Uh,
2: I, I think I think there's probably some slipping and sliding. We've already seen like. Uh, oh right, right. The, the <laughs> clear ship and the problems with navigating it. But you're you're getting a grip on this. You're starting to make little shimmer paths for people. So yeah. I, I think it's going to get dangerous right around the time that you know. uh the marines show up in their that's power armor? Right,
0: right? Yeah, let's you move know. outside the OSHA OSHA problems. Then uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. I like that. Um... All right, so that, that's a cliffhanger for that scene. So, uh, Shrash, it's your turn to set up a scene. Um, tell us where it is, who's there, and uh, explain what's happening.
2: Uh, you know what? This is an, an action scene. I feel like we can't just, you know... Sure. I don't know. Actually, this is a, this is a really good idea. Um, so uh, I'm going to choose Toby to be the focus character for this scene. And uh, um, how do you handle time jumps? Like, would we just show up after the battle is over, or do we have to return to the cliffhanger moment?
1: Uh, I guess, you know, I guess we don't necessarily have to, uh, we could return to the cliffhanger moment in a flashback at some point. Like, I mean, I could clearly have my character walking around without a limb. (laughs) And then at some point, we can, uh, we can show why that is. But, um...
2: (laughs) If we time jump, do we just set up your choices and have you make the choice?
1: No, no. The, the way the rules work. Sorry, that's a good question. The way the rules work are that the very next scene that includes my character will resolve that cliffhanger, right? Okay. So so uh, you could so say. If show
2: up in the next scene, even if uh, it's Toby's scene, we have to resolve your cliffhanger so we know what happened.
1: Yeah, and then we move on. So, yeah.
2: Uh, so uh, I'm going to showcase, like, essentially, like, there's like a Starscape. And then after a while, you realize that the, the ship is slowly gaining color. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of makes, like, a burp. <laughs> uh, mm, nice. uh, so I, I want to pick uh, I wanna pick Toby to be uh, the focus character, but I, I think I want to start the scene, actually, like, it's in the ship, and you see, like, embedded kind of in the walls that are, like, slowly starting to gain color again is actually, like, people and pieces of the other ship, and you slowly see it being ground up inside the stone. So, um, oh, God. Yeah, and, and you know, some of, some of those people are still, like, screaming because they're only, like, halfway into the, 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 the like, diamond-hard substance that our ship is made from. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what are your... Uh, so, so, the camera kind of picks up there. Like, I, I want to throw... Uh, um, a, can you pick more than one character to be a focus character?
1: Yes, you can pick uh, several if you want.
2: Awesome. And- so, uh, Lester, I'm going to throw you in there because, A, I want to see a resolution, and, B, I want to see how the two of you interplay together when you're in the same scene.
1: Okay, so let's... Um... I think the both of us probably reach the docking bay, which mm. is is acting more like a docking maw or <laughs> it's yeah. something yes. at this point. Um, so what you guys need to do then is, uh, is you call me out. So uh, to start us off, uh, we should give a difficult, a dangerous, and a both result. Um Again, the difficult is something that needs to be done before the task can be done. A Dangerous is uh, how I'm hurt or endangered by doing the task, and the third is how I fail. And I think the task at hand um, is is interesting because this is like uh, well, I, I mean, I think the task at hand is to to keep keep us going, keep us free from from. Yeah. Uh, these space marines. because I think a lot of them are getting caught up in it, but several of them have, have uh, boarded.
0: Yeah, we need to um, achieve two things here, though. We need to make sure that a) we don't get killed, but b) we make sure they don't escape because the ship wants them, right? Right, right. right. So your um, your d- difficult would be. Um, well, I really only I only only have a good handle on your dangerous, which is you want to try and take you want to try and take these guys out. Um, mm-hmm. Before they before they are able to to attack us, um, and so in the process of in the process of that um, would probably be your your well not fail exactly but um, you know you're successful in repelling borders at least initially but you're injured in the process.
2: Sure. I have a I have a difficult. Um, so uh, you were the organizer of our riot, which means that you're probably like or not riot but a skeep. Um, yeah. So, you are the person that knows all of us the best, including the other crew that we haven't necessarily fleshed out and named. Um, right. The easiest way to handle this would be to just dump vacuum into the area that they're coming in. So um, you can do it, but you're going to lose a whole bunch of people that you know really well who trust you. and Oh, you.
1: that's okay. That's good. So that's um, the difficulty. So what? What is my fail and endanger everyone? Is it just I straight up fail and and we have we're under the control of these marines or?
0: Yeah, I think that has. that's the only... Well, I mean, it strikes me as being the most logical. Uh,
2: actually, I have a, I have one more suggestion. I don't know if, if this will... describe ...you guys a little bit better, but um, what if uh, you totes manage to grab one of them, however, that because the ship takes time to digest and feed, it leaves us vulnerable to attack from the other ship?
1: Okay. Right. But I think I'm going to... have never
2: seen it eat another ship
1: yet. Yes, and now... I gotta figure out which of those three I'm gonna do. Oh well, I'm a coward. So, um, oh my God, I'm gonna. Okay, right, this is this is the story of how we three became the only crew members. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they get there just before us, and uh, I realize. It, oh right, so the 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 battle mine, right? Um. Mm is talking to us and the ship itself, uh, is better at communicating through this battle than we are. Right. So we're just sending random thoughts. And if we think a command or something, it comes through, but like, I'm getting to the point right now where I'm, the ship feels almost like an extension of my body. And yeah. I realize that if I want it to, uh, I can tear open, uh, the hall of of the gallows, mm-hmm. and expose all of their non space marine, yeah, you know, like the ones that aren't in power armor, anyone, uh, their 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 deck crew and all that, to to the the hostile void, and hmm. um, so this is a chance to 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 take them all out in one shot, and of course, I'm. The ship mind and my mind are too close at the moment, and I don't see my allies as closely as allies. I don't identify them as people, because that's not what the ship does. Right. <laughs> and and so I make the command before I realize what I'm doing. Sure. And and uh, uh, I shut down one of our, our, our bulkheads, uh, or one of our, you know, like... Uh, a crystal oh yeah the whole ship goes on lockdown because i panic and so it opens it up the space and everybody that's in the boarding area gets uh sucked out but the rest of the ship were compartmentalized because i suddenly realized my mistake right so that's where we're at it and i think it's just the three of us right now
0: so did the ship make you do that like it it, uh in hindsight the ship actually
1: got you to do that I think the ship made me not see us as... I think the ship made a, made me see us as expendable because that's the ship's point of view. Right. Uh, and uh, I suddenly realized that that's what was happening at the last moment. So I think it's you and me in, in a compartment uh, while uh, Dr. Rathic is in, in engineering trying to... Uh, well, probably unhooking. Mm. I would assume because <laughs> the ship is like, hey, uh, I've got fuel now. Yeah. Um, but I think in our compartment uh, we have some space marines. Yeah, no,
0: sure. Dead space marines, though, right?
1: No, no, no the, because they have oh, yeah. the their hard suits, right? They're they're oh. they the, it doesn't to them it doesn't matter. Um,
2: so, so the ship is hooked up to you. We don't quite understand the nature of the battle mind. It, yeah. it scans something that is only a partially conscious thought and, and sort of provides tactical options. You pick one without realizing it, and now you guys are stuck in a boarding area with just the two of you and some Marines?
1: Yes, I think that's basically where we're at. But are we, are we in the void as well, though? No, no, we're not. We I, I shut it down before we got to it.
0: Oh, I see. So. Okay, right, okay, sure. Yeah.
2: There may have been a tense scene where you grab onto something and you know you're yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In so. fact, yes, let's definitely have that scene. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to drop my chain sword. <laughs> right. Okay. And go uh, spinning off into dark I
2: mean, It, it totally like hits somebody and knocks them out of the airlock. Nice.
0: Oh yeah, one of, the, one of the space marines. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
2: Obviously.
0: And then uh, and then it shuts down and uh, we're sort of faced by these space marines. Right. And I, sh- I shuffle ever so slightly sideways, so I'm not quite. <laughs> Fully visible and <laughs> a gentle nudge in the back, you know. Oh, trying to pull me forward. <laughs>
1: um, I'm going com- to completely puff up. I, I think I'm going to be just be like a uh, uh, gentleman. you got to get your peacock on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: are, are you human or are you like an alien race? Do you actually puff up?
1: Oh, um. That's a very good question. You know what? I like the peacock imagery. I think I think I'm very humanoid, but with uh, the colorings of of a peacock, so that blue green kind of thing. And I think I do like uh, uh, puff up a little bit. I think I do. And and I'm going to just stand up, and I'm going to be gentleman, as you can see. I have. An, oh, by the way, Strash, you're the only one who's allowed to play these characters because Daniel and oh, I are both focused. Oh, fantastic! A focus. All right.
2: Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, so so and, go on. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I believe you see the power that we hold. Uh, I believe you understand the situation. Um, if you set your weapons down now, uh, you will not be harmed, and we will place you upon that planet there. And I, you know, point. Because we were still a little translucent, right? Or Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, your fellowship can pick you up. Uh, but if you insist on fighting, then, uh, you will find yourself fuel for our engines.
2: Uh, so, so one of them kind of, like, several of them, like, lift up whatever they use for guns, um, Mm -hmm. and one of them places his hand on the other and goes, um, these crazy bastards are willing to space their own men! (laughs) And so, uh, uh, you know, there's a little bit of discussion, and, uh, one of them says, um, I, I think we still hold the power here, uh. I understand what you have done to our ship. Actually, I don't understand what you have done to <laughs> our ship. But you will heave uh, he to and and you know allow our other ship to come in. Uh, there's only two of you and there's enough of us and we have all the
1: guns as far as I can count. Is is, you, to- is Toby armed? Uh,
0: probably had like a pipe or something which he dropped <laughs> and when they came on, so it does not appear to. Uh, no, not peer to peer appear to. any. I don't think we. I don't think he would have grabbed any any weapons. His job his goal when the, the the prison break occurred was to get safely onto the ship and stay out of the way, so it's unlikely he would have anything in the way of uh, weaponry. He may, like I say, may have picked up a pipe or something like that, Right. just in case, but uh, the odds are stacked firmly against him here, and only yeah, the peacock stands between uh, him <laughs> and certain
1: death. Also, I, I have to comment... Wouldn't
2: you I... ate the peacock on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Ah, that's good. Um, I am going to attempt... To right, so I'm a, I'm kind of envisioning this as a uh, smallish room that has been sealed off by crystal doors that sure. we use, you know, like to compartmentalize everything. And I'm going to try to get the doors behind us to open uh, via command to uh, uh, the heart of glass.
2: So nothing you're doing here sounds dangerous or difficult. Okay.
1: So, so yeah, I- then the doors the, open. The, the doors open. And uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to give you, gentlemen, to the count of three, one, and then I'm going to run as (laughs) fast as possible.
2: Okay, that sounds difficult and dangerous. (laughs) All right, that
1: sounds good. Uh, So, um, we can, uh, that's the cliffhanger there, then, since I was one of the focus characters. Um, And I, I do, right, we've all done it, so... I guess it doesn't matter. We just have to take turns, so okay. um, I can do it. Uh, let me. You know what? I'm going to jump to elsewhere in the ship. I'm going to jump. we going to put Doctor Rathic in, in in focus here. Um, I think uh, the ship is digesting this other ship while we're having this engagement. Um, elsewhere. I mean, you can see the engagement from where you are, but uh, um, you, yeah, anyways, uh, but what you're dealing with is the fact that the hangman is starting to panic and is now opening fire despite protocol uh, since, you know, technically the gallows was boarding us, so the hangman is hmm. not supposed to blow us out of the sky. Right. But uh, th- they are seeing what's happening, and they're like, Fuck that! <laughs> you yeah. know, like we're gonna. Um,
0: yeah. I'm imagining the ship sort of, uh, sort of crunching inwards, almost like it's got um, pressure on the outside of it, like it's just being, mm-hmm. it's being a, a slowly uh, absorbed, and uh, it's losing structural integrity as the, as the main members of the, of the ship are absorbed, mm-hmm. uh, converted to energy. And
1: so, ab- aboard the Hangman, I think we get like a quick moment where we see. Uh, the obviously, since they're space villains, we've established that they're British. Uh. <laughs> obviously,
0: <laughs> British space villains attack of the British space
1: villains. I was I, playing them like peacekeepers.
2: The yeah, steamers. exactly.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. um I, I, I think that there's just this moment where they're they seeing that happen, and and the everyone on the bridge stands at attention during the the battles or whatever, and and the captain of the the hangman's like uncomfortably goes, mm-hmm. "You may fire when ready," <laughs> you know, like just okay, whatever that was. We'll um, and uh, uh, so immediately the heart of glass tells you, uh, Doctor Athick, that um, the uh, uh, their weapons are uh, warming up.
2: Uh, awesome. So uh, essentially, he he he's like I, I had this like vision of him like standing with with two hands inside the giant crystals where there's like some people in it, and once it starts absorbing other people from like the decompression and the people being stuck in the walls, mm-hmm. like I kind of get like spat spat out. <laughs> and, uh, he 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 stands there for a second and sort of looks through the ship and is like, "Did we win?" Just as like you know the the. The walls are starting to form up, and then uh, it, it informs me that you know the weapons are warming up, and um, I reach out through the battle mind, and I'm like, Lester, we have to turn the we have to turn the ship so that their ship is between us and the one that's firing. Um, Lester, you're panicking. <laughs> the ship is responding to that.
1: <laughs> um, so uh, if we if we brought my character into it, we should resolve the cliffhanger then. Okay. Um, uh, so the end result at the last moment we saw is I was running out of the room away from some space marines. Uh,
2: uh, did, so, since both of you guys were there, do you both get to agree on this, or is this like a choice for both
1: of you? Uh, we can both agree. I mean, if, if you're trying to get out as well, Toby. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, well, I'm... I was imagining a... Uh, I was imagining an ending to the scene, but um, oh. I don't... Pipe it in. No, no, no. I was just going to... Uh, like he, he, The This... Uh, the, the, the crystal opens behind, imagine the crystal opens behind the peacock um, mm-hmm. and then uh, and he sort of like turns around past me and starts to and starts to run um, and I just uh, wave at the guy at the guys because the, the 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 ship is um, sort of communicating with me and I take one step back and then suddenly the crystals go right across in uh, front of me as the as the lasers start to fire from the from the space marines <laughs> in there and then suddenly there, the the hull opens and right the, the, so the
1: would that mean then okay so we have to we have to do a difficult a dangerous and, and a both for that mm, uh, sure. how can we either make that somewhat dangerous to both of us or uh, we can do the difficult and say something needs to be done before that can happen mm. um, I'm
0: prepared to get shot so okay
1: uh.
0: As as the doors close, I'm prepared to be. Uh, as I'm prepared to be sure. shot.
1: So I think we, uh, yeah, we can probably both take some fire as that happens. As the dangerous one, um, what's the difficult result that we can choose from? Uh... I, th- what it could be is that since it's technically, um, what is needed before the task can be done. I think. Um, we're trying to get away from the space marines, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think what might be needed is that we would have to lead them on a merry chase through the ship, right? Like uh, that they that their suits heighten their reflexes or whatever, and they some of them get to jump through and follow us, and we're being chased down the ship before we finally lose them somewhere in the ship.
2: Or Toby needs to be. Um... Toby needs to learn how to control the ship a little bit better. Because so far, you've been kind of creating things out of panic. He's trying to do something very deliberate here.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Um, and, and it sounds like that's a difficult thing to do, or it might require giving up a portion of your autonomy.
0: I was going to give up a portion of my autonomy um, after being shot. Uh-huh. So <laughs> like So the sh- guy
2: fires, and you're like, haha! Ha, ha, I have crystals. And he's like, that was a missile, and then the explosion goes off.
0: Sure. And and like I'm prepared to give up some of my autonomy for the for the ship to heal me, but I like the idea of the um of the leading the, the guys a merry chase because the ship would probably want them inside so it can absorb their energy.
1: Well, we could say that the the um, us leading them on the chase could be the both dangerous and because that's us failing and endangering everyone. So yes. we fail to get rid of the space marines; they're aboard the ship somewhere, mm-hmm. and so now we're all hiding from them. Yes. Uh, yep. uh, if we want to do that route, so which route do we want to do? Uh,
0: I can see the the space marines being held up in the, their attempt to chase us and us hiding. I think that's a I think that's a good idea, because the the space marines can't see the glowing um, right. effect on the crystals, so they're banging into things left, right, and centre, taking a tumble here and they're knocking chunks of the crystal off and so forth as they're sort of blasting away and trying to chase after us, banging into invisible walls and that sort of thing.
1: All right, I like that. So, so you communicate when when Doctor Rathic, uh, what was it? You you called up to uh, Lester, oh, to tell him to stop panicking because yes. we Yes. Mm. And and I'm I trying
2: th- to get I'm, you to control the ship consciously, as opposed to just peering it running <laughs> and making him sort of panic at calls.
1: Yeah, um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to tell you to shh. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> they can hear you. Like I'm terrified that the, it's yeah. now hide and seek with the space marines for us up above. And right. uh,
2: Well, that would be terrifying. We're like a couple minutes later, we actually start hearing their thoughts in the battle. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um High stakes hide and seek.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. I reach out to to Toby with the the uh, battle mine. I'm like, can you reach mm. the bridge from here? I'm cut off. Uh. You, uh
0: Sure, I yeah. You, where are you? I can't see you
1: anywhere around here. <laughs> I'm hiding. <laughs> They've got I, big um, fucking guns. <laughs> I I had
0: noticed. Yes. Uh, okay, I'll uh, I'll make. And what do you want me to do when I get to the the
1: bridge? I don't know. Have the bridge tell you. Uh, okay. Uh, made the maneuvers.
0: Uh, why don't we just head for that planet? Like. Okay, bye. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, try and sort of shake the thoughts out of my head and feel my way along the walls, trying sure. to follow this uh, this uh, scintillating light that there is exists within the crystal until such time as I find myself uh, find myself on the uh, find myself on the bridge, and I'm like, ah, at last in charge. Okay, um, so, uh, uh, height of glass. Will the heart <laughs> of glass talk? Will the heart of glass talk to me? Sure. I, oh, there we go. Okay, are we uh, are we ready to jump yet? We can. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Then I think I think perhaps we should. Uh, However, what's our current uh, energy situation? We can jump, but uh, will we be floundering when we're there? Will we have? uh, Well, I was
1: thinking I was going to call you out for difficult there.
0: Mm. Oh, (laughs) Uh, sure.
1: but you're a non focus character. But
0: I'm not the focus of the show. Yeah, I was just gonna leave it there, right?
1: right so what what happens if we call out a non focus for difficult, then we simply say what is needed for the task to be done. Sure. Um, and I think in this case we need engineering to provide us with the 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 power, right?
2: Hmm. Yeah, Does that absolutely. Make sense? Yep,
0: that's the question, right? Like can you can we actually go now or no?
1: So Dr. Rathik, you are the focus character. Are you able to do this?
2: Uh I'm going to basically say yes, and uh, essentially it's like, Engineering, we need more power! And he's like, have you ever tried rerouting the blood inside your own body? That's <laughs> what it's like trying to th- or, like think at this thing. So, uh, Alright,
1: that but, sounds difficult. Yeah, should we, should we cliffhanger difficult. that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, who wants to set up the next scene?
0: Uh... I, mm. Uh, So, just remind me going back to the start. What is it that? uh, Where is it that you guys want to go? You want to go back to your home planet, um, because you want to have horrible revenge. Um,
1: And where does Lister want to go? Anywhere where there's nobody I've ever met. Uh,
2: Like out,
1: like civilization.
2: Yeah. and beyond.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Uh,
0: I would like to go to a planet where there is low technology. I think that would satisfy both of us, but also there's the possibility of us being set up as gods, and I can't... (laughs) I wouldn't like to pass up that opportunity. Here Um, I was
1: thinking it was like a, uh, you know, like Walden Pond kind of thing. (laughs) You know, like, I like low technology. I just want to spend the rest of my days fishing, but no, Toby's (laughs) like... Because I could be a god there. (laughs) There's
0: actually actually international laws against that sort of thing, but um, I'm already an escaped convict, so it's worth a shot,
1: right? Yeah, why not? Um,
0: Yeah, so I want to um, uh, engineer a set course for the uh, nearest uh, tech level three or below planet.
1: Okay.
2: Um, I'm afraid the ship's databases are not really clear. It doesn't speak (laughs) in tech levels.
0: But you understand tech levels. Surely you are attached to the computer, attached to the ship.
2: It, I am, but it's it's not a computer. It's a it's a living thing. Right. right. So command it. It sniffs, out, <laughs> it sniffs out life, it doesn't sniff out technology. This, uh, offer something. You're
0: in, you're in touch <laughs> with it, aren't you? So I will you're the engineer do my best. damage. You're supposed to be in charge of the ship.
2: <laughs> I, I will do my best. Um, can I, can I actually frame a scene? Well, uh, uh, yeah. I, I if you, you officially framed a scene or picked a, a character, we kind of just went there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and frame a scene if you want. Uh, well, we're, try,
0: kinda, we're still resolving what happens with the guys, and the uh, we're resolving what happens with the the guys, with right. difficult and dangerous and so forth. I got to the bridge, and that was kind of the command that I was giving. You're on the block, so you have to now do something difficult or or dangerous, right? Like that's where we're at. Yes. Well,
1: yeah, and I think that's the difficult thing is finding a planet and getting us there, right? Like that's hmm. the. So that's our. Yeah, you know, we cliffhanged that, and then, uh, Strash, if you want to set up a scene... And if I, we'll think go-
2: I think it'll be easy. I think that, uh, like, we, we see sort of, like, the, the explosive space bridge uh, opening uh, just above Atmo of a planet, and us popping mm-hmm. out, uh, with, like, fragments of the ship that we were devouring, sort oh, of, yeah. exploding right. out behind us as we come through, and sort of turning right. into this rain of stars... Sure. So, the question is, did I find an appropriate planet?
1: <laughs> well, here we go. Um, I actually have rules for this.
2: Oh! <laughs> there are rules for
1: this.
0: <laughs> I was hoping um, we would get to that subsystem.
1: Yes, so this is uh, the Encounters subsystem, and we're about to encounter an alien environment. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, let's What's start. What's with the
0: Space Marines? Of the space marines been absorbed by the ship? They've found themselves in a sort of like they've gone down a corridor they can't see, and then they've actually found themselves in something the size of a closet, which is closed on them.
1: I think right now they're they're kind of lost in the ship. Um, oh, they're
0: still on the ship? Okay, sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that they're a danger that we will have to deal with in a moment or two. Um, sure. Uh, but the... Um, all right, so we're going to start... We're going to take turns doing some steps here. Uh, step one, we have to create a base for our environment. So uh, I'm going to have Daniel uh, mm. do that and to create an alien environment base one player selects a location and a climate that we're uh, all familiar with and in this case familiar can be that we've visited the Wikipedia for it because since uh, we live in three different uh, areas, well we all live in the same hemisphere so that's helpful. But
0: um, I, My choice would be uh, somewhere sort of Tropical, subtropical, perhaps like a okay. like like a Caribbean island, maybe like Jamaica or you know some sure. some yeah some island like like that. The you know rampant growth, um, beautiful sea and sky, and and uh, but like I say, low tech, um, so that I can be a god.
1: All right, so so uh, Caribbean island uh, that works. So it's both a location and a climate. So we got that done. Uh, the next player picks an aspect of that base. Right. Uh, and, you know, it may be that it rains every so often or the low-tech aspect or whatever. Uh, this is something that you would want to do, Strash. So uh, something uh, something about a Caribbean island that we're going to then deviate a little bit.
2: Um, somebody got there ahead of us. Can I, I say that there's a second...
1: Uh, well, what we're going to do is... What you want to do is you want to pick an aspect of uh, oh, the physical the actual, location itself. Yeah, yes, the actual thing that the real um, world thing that we're basing this on.
2: Fantastic. Uh, so the twist is um, this is actually generally a snow planet, uh, but it's also a highly volcanically active one. So um, periodically on this island, there's just random magma flows. <laughs> All right, so.
1: That's what um, makes it
2: hot and humid. <laughs>
1: So uh, okay, so uh, we jumped ahead a little bit of the rules here, but I actually like what you did, so we're going to keep that. But this is uh, let me let me explain the the whole process, and that way we know this. And um, so what what happens is one player picks an aspect. So in that case, you might be like hot and humid, and then the next player either tweaks, reverse, or exaggerates it, uh, and that would be like a tweak, like it's hot and humid because of these magma flows or something like okay. that. So uh, and we're going to do this process of Picking an aspect and then tweaking, reversing, or exaggerating it three to five times, so we have an alien environment. So I'll pick another aspect, and the aspect I'll pick is the one that Daniel uh, was looking for there, uh, and I think that that's the um, uh, not burdened with with technology, uh, with with uh, in, not burdened with. Industrial and post-industrial technology. Let's let's put that. So then, Daniel, you get to take that and you can tweak it, reverse it, or exaggerate it.
0: Mm, uh, uh, um, the technology that they do have is uh, is perhaps uh, somewhat sentient, plant-based, and the things that they have around them are um, are part of. Uh, perhaps like some sort of interconnected um, vegetative matter, or like they can command vegetative matter, so that the objects that they have around them are, are made from uh, are made from plants that they can that they can control, um, and or maybe even clay, maybe like um, like a clay computer type stuff or something something like that. Basically, they've they've able to. Um, communicate with with plant matter and and use it to its uh, use it to its own end. So there's been no need for them to develop machinery because they can get the roots of plants to till the earth and that sort of thing. So semi, uh, yeah, they they can control they can control
1: plants. Excellent. Um, and I really like sh- that because
2: that, that would that would definitely be a planet that the ship would crave.
1: Right. all rampant, yeah, all rampant.
0: That's right. Yeah, rampant growth. You know, like high, like lots of energy.
1: Um, all right, so let's, uh, we should do it at least one more time. So, um, uh, you know, I'll pick another aspect here. Uh, and I, and I think that this is the lovely clear blue, uh, ocean waters, you know, um, and then, uh, Strash, if you want to either tweak, reverse, or exaggerate that, you can.
0: Okay. Well, Strosh is uh, considering that. I'm just going to have to step out for a sec, but I shall be back momentarily. All
2: right. Um. Uh, would a would a tweak be putting things in the water or actually affecting the water itself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what I'm going to say is that um, even though you know there's a a, a fair amount of water. Um, the water itself is is damaged like all of the volcanic activity has caused it to be essentially highly toxic to most life and nice. uh, the people use some of the like some of the plants are hardy enough that they can process the water for them and sort of like spit mm-hmm. it out but um water is kind of a scarcity on a planet that's supposedly has a lot of it
1: yeah i'm 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 envisioning this like uh Islands in glaciers that are surrounded by this water that they can't drink. There's no... Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, uh, so what, what you miss, Daniel? Yes. Is that uh, because of the volcanic activity, uh, the water uh, is kind of hostile towards life, uh, there's a few plants on it that are able to process it and make the water available to people that are living on the island right. uh, but if you just straight up and drank it it, it, would, it would kill you it's toxic Right. right. Um, so then the question is uh, does this feel like a sufficiently alien environment or do we want to do this a couple more times
0: mm, no I think that it's going to serve our story the situation that it's that it's in at the moment. Uh,
1: now, now, the the next two questions I have: Are we going to have to? Do we want to come up with an alien species and an alien culture to inhabit this?
0: Okay, absolutely. Right, let's use that. Let's do that.
1: All right. So, uh, let's uh, Strash. If you want to create the base for the alien species, you do that by selecting two types of animals that you're familiar with.
2: Okay. Uh, do they have to be living? Because I, I, I totes would pick dinosaurs as
1: one of them. Well, go for it. Go for mm. it. Yeah, that's fine.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, so how about uh, cat dinosaur people?
1: Okay. So we got cats and dinosaurs. Um, and then what we want to do, I'll, uh, we'll pick an aspect and we'll tweak, exaggerate, or reverse again, right? So um, I am going to start with... Uh, I'll pick an aspect. And I'm going to pick that thing that cats do where they move way that makes them not appear like movement to their prey right Uh, and then Daniel it's up to you if you want to tweak uh, reverse or exaggerate that
0: Uh, so the cats are enormous and the dinosaurs are small that sort of thing
1: Uh, no 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 so well okay so basically the way it works is for the base we pick these two animals and then we're going to take things from the animals to make our species out of uh, and
0: uh, uh, so we're
1: not necessarily just combining the two animals together. We're finding ways to do it. So the first okay. thing that was selected uh, was that, the, the I guess, how stealthy cats are. Or the way cats right. move, right.
0: Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. All right. So they're stealthy like that. Um, just trying to see. think what's... Okay. So they're, they're, they're like a scaly, I guess. Maybe they move kind of uh, languidly they uh okay. they move almost like vines and stuff and, and, and trees, so it's almost it's very, very difficult to see them. They blend in color wise, but they also move like a like a branch in the breeze, kinda of like a, a mantid or something like that, perhaps.
1: Sure. Alright. And uh Strash, if you want to pick another aspect from either one of these animals.
2: Could I exaggerate what he said?
1: Oh, uh sure, if you got something go for it.
2: I, I was gonna I was gonna actually say that they're not just healthy, their skin is actually chameleon like. They can actually mean um. the coloration of their environment.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that ties in with their uh, the, their sort of contact with plants, right? Plants are um, sure. almost symbiotic with plants. All
1: right. Um, do you want to pick another aspect then uh, to go along? Uh, and then I can tweak that.
2: Uh, could we go with um, large eyes, uh, extremely good night vision? Um, oh, and yeah. there's a lot of darkness here because the volcanic activity will throw up clouds periodically.
1: Nice. All right. uh I think that's good uh, I think I'm oh I'm gonna tweak that by also saying that uh, uh, that their eyes are also adjusted to dealing with uh, ash and other things that come out of the volcano right like so for us our eyes would water the whole time yeah and and there's right yeah theirs have like these membranes that can deal with them
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh and one more aspect, that, uh, at, at least. So you can pick that, Daniel.
0: Uh, they communicate telepathically as well?
1: Well, it would be an aspect of, uh, of cats or dinosaurs, although we could definitely say, because nobody knows for sure if dinosaurs were able that's to do right. that. That's right, exactly. You go with that. Uh, yeah, sorry, so that,
0: I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't absorb that. No, that's okay.
1: <laughs> um, and, Strash, if you want to tweak, reverse, or exaggerate that, go right ahead.
2: Um... No, I, I actually really enjoy that trait, because uh, <laughs> I, I think we are one, three of the four survivors on the trip. <laughs> uh, right. I, don't forget that, that we used to have a telepath that spent a lot of time riding in my little rock spider. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. All
1: right. And then let's. Uh, I think that's sufficiently alien. So um, the, basically the way the rules go is that the next player then... Uh, makes a coherent hole out of the that alien species. but I think we got it. Like I, mm. I feel that they're probably humanoid to some extent, but they yep. creep around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said that they're scaly and they communicate telepathically. They creep me out already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's make their culture, and I will pick the base for the culture. So um and <laughs> I'm gonna get us in trouble, so let's do that. Uh, the yep. rule for picking a base for a culture, because what we're gonna do is we're gonna we may end up exaggerating. Aspects of a culture, right? Uh, the rule, very specifically, is the player selects a culture or a subculture they are a part of, right? Because we wanna right. we wanna avoid situations where you're exaggerating other people's cultures and mm-hmm. creating problematic uh, material. So I'm going to pick the indie game community as my culture. All right. So. Uh, Let's. Uh, either one of you can pick an aspect of the indie game community, and we can tweak, reverse, or exaggerate that. So, who 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 has an idea for an aspect of? It? Uh, go for
2: it. Tribalism.
1: What was uh, that?
2: Have tribalism. Oh. Because uh, right. indie gamers uh, have the one thing. So, like, if you're a Doctor Who fan, you're a Doctor Who fan. And if somebody right. was, instance, like the first Doctor, then that's bad. So uh, what I, what I want to have is uh, essentially these guys have, uh, like, I don't know, I guess uh, specific uh, gods and and stories about things that have happened in the past. And their society is divvied up, where specific ones mine certain areas of the planet and focus on trying to get information on that. And they consider themselves relatively better than others, even though there's no real difference between
1: them. Good, good, good. Uh I got an aspect. If uh, well, yeah, let's broaden this subculture to just nerds in general. I think oh, it'd be right. better. Oh, I mean, because of... the tribalism yeah. works with with hmm. uh, nerds in general as well. Um, oh, no, no, no. Let's no, stick to the indie game. I'm sorry, I'm waffling. I shouldn't waffle because um, I think I also want to do the. Uh, 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 the uh i'm going i'm going i'm going to totally what's out here and talk about a positive aspect of the community um i'm going to talk about uh the the encouragement to uh make your own things right so uh, what's up
2: diy
1: yeah diy that's exactly yeah. it yes right. so does somebody want to tweak reverse or exaggerate that
0: uh, they can only make new things like something is already something that's already been made is already not is already not good they're constantly destroying and, and rebuilding
1: <laughs> oh good good i like what that says about our community All right, want <laughs> one, one more aspect from the, the, the community we could do something about um, <coughs> uh, oh no that fits fits right into what you were saying there. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, this would be really interesting and weird with uh, with um, telepaths, but we can do this whole thing about uh, labels and lexicon. Like, you know, uh, um, when I say immersion and you say immersion, those are two different things. Right? Like, the idea that there's a lot of words or ideas that that we mistake for being the same thing but aren't at all.
2: Well, with telepaths in particular, you need to have a very strong sense of identity. So probably when you are projecting something, you need to be able to keep your construct straight. So that's become, like, initially it was a survival mechanism so that people couldn't mm-hmm. just overwrite you. But um, eventually ah. it's turned into, like, a, a big... Thing that's part of them, like they have to define things. They have to define it in their way, and they right. can't communicate it because it's kind of it's awful to try and impress your thoughts on somebody else. That's like a yeah.
1: yeah so, so the, it's almost like they're they're uh, sending out icons for ideas that they've invested an idea into, but you've invested a similar but different idea into.
0: Right. right. and um, that plays into that tribalism too,
1: right? Yeah, that's great. So there we go. We have an alien culture, an alien species, and an alien environment for us to go down into. Uh, So um, do, do we want to play out another scene or should we... I don't know how we're doing on time or...
0: Uh, I've, I've got about five or five or ten minutes here. So, have we hit all of the aspects of the, um, or not aspects, as in a, as a, as a, a second meaning here? But um, yeah, is that, that's that's in essence the subsystem of the all the subsystems yeah, of the game.
1: We've hit every single subsystem of the game. So excellent. That is the entire one dollar game.
0: Excellent. <laughs> that, that looks like an that looks like an awesome uh, awesome investment. So, do we want to do an epilogue for uh, for each of our characters then?
1: Oh, oh, that sounds great! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, t- I want to know what happens with the spider. How about we ask one question of each? We'll ask one question of each other about uh, how it finishes for our character. My question for Strosh is, uh, what happens with the spider? Oh.
2: Uh, one of uh, so uh, most of the marines get captured in different areas of the ship and start being digested. But uh, as we're coming out out of the ship and and are communication and battle mind with it is wearing off uh the only person left on board is the marine and he is sitting there terrified with his gun when the spider comes and just pets him on his head and uh (laughs) uh, basically points its little leg in the direction of the the cockpit
0: Alright, right nice nice Nice. so we lose so we lose the ship good excellent good one Ken, what about your dude uh
2: i don't know i I think that's that's uh i'll do a flash next time on fast and starlight (laughs) yes Uh, okay it, it shows my dude standing there going, "No, not plants! Science!"
0: <laughs> right, excellent. <laughs> good, excellent. Okay, That's do good. you have a questions, Josh?
2: Uh, sure. Uh, I will. Uh, I will say. Um, uh, so Toby, uh, you you said that you were wounded in the fight with the marines. Um, yes. Uh, well, I I want to see. Uh, like essentially, how how are you dealing with your wounds and these people? Like because if you're trying to project yourself as being kind of like a god, oh how yeah, you, uh, mm. uh, how are you hiding that and what are you doing with that? Uh,
0: well, um, my I think that. Uh, oh, oh, I think <laughs> that I think that the reason why they are able to, that they are able to get these plants to do things and how the plants are. Um, are somewhat controllable is in fact because all of the we realise after a relatively short period of time that most of the trees that are around the place have a strangely humanoid resemblance, and uh, what actually happens is I take the uh, I I am almost overcome with my uh, with my with my injury and I, I take a rest underneath the tree, and then I slowly <laughs> feel the vines reach reach around me um and start to move their way into my body through this. Uh, through this wound, and the next uh, sort of the last sort of thought that I have is that I'm, you know, I'm part of this uh, this forest of other people that have come to this planet thinking it's thinking it's idyllic, uh, when in actuality it's a uh, it's a death trap. And,
1: nice. I become a
0: tre- I be- and I become a I become a tree, which is a god of sorts, I guess, because I uh, I can help the uh, I can I can control the people. Um, I suppose or at least help them with their uh, help them with their lives. Uh, and so, uh, my question for—so he doesn't have a very strong ending—but um, my my favorite, well, at least the question that I really want to ask um, about Lister is: uh, Who comes to the planet, and how? Do, and uh, how does that work out
1: for you? Um,
0: your your past catches up with right, you.
1: Right, right. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's um, uh. Well, I think it's obviously the guy that I left behind at the uh, uh, right, right. They, they, he's he's wormed his way into uh, like he thinks he can get freedom if he can get them uh, to help them find me. So he's been lying to them saying he knows how to find me, and right, then right. he stumbles upon me. Um, right, and, and I think the whole time because we've been I'm assuming stranded on the planet because the spider took off with the ship.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And I think the whole time I've been sitting there with this uh, this little piece of crystal I have from the ship that I had from mm, my room. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, well played, yeah.
1: Like concentrating on that, trying to yeah. call the ship back. Uh, right, right. And, uh, yeah, maybe even like there's a scene with me getting it embedded in my skull.
0: Right, nice. You know, like, nice, um, yeah, and you become part of the, uh, oh, yeah. And you slowly start to turn into a crystal as you find, your, and you find yourself digging your way into the ground so that you can become another ship.
1: Ah, that's good. That is good. That's good. Nice. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Right. Well, that's uh, that's brilliant, chaps. Uh, that's it for episode uh, 56 of Penny Red. Thank you today to my guests and the – what is it, facilitator? Is that the word, Epido?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, there's it's GM full. Like, <laughs> that's like, right. There's GM no full. actual GM. We're we're all my, doing it. So
0: that's right. My co my co GMs Ippodai Ravishol and uh, uh, Strash Atumovich. Strash Atumovich. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you until next week. Keep talking the walk. Excellent.